Hey, 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 yes. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back right, to another episode of CHH Truth Secret Podcast. Yes, going live once again. All right, everybody. Yes, yes, yes. I am Michelle Dickey, your host for CHH Truth Secret Podcast, streaming on the YouTube channel, Narcissism and Cognitive Dissonance. And we are going to dive into it today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> About God's intuition, you all, or God-given intuition. I want y'all to know something, though. At the same time, you know, some of us chosen, yes, some of us chosen children of God, spiritual warriors for Christ. Right? There are some of us who have the assignment right, to also turn your know, narcs in the case studies. Now, when we do that, we don't tell them that they're a case study. We do not tell them that that's what we've done. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. No, observe more and speak less, right? And you know the saying where sometimes you have to play the fool to let the fool think they're fooling you. Remember, you know, even, even God tells us, okay, that we are going to go forward, things like that, all right, and, and we're going to be as if, we were a reprobate, but we're not, okay? We're playing, yes, we're acting like, yes, we're acting the fool to let the fool think they're fooling us, right? That's why we learn we don't need to confront these narcissistic abusers to their face. Uh-uh-uh-uh. No. Right? That, we overcome that for that reason because we know what they're going to do. They're going to deny it. They're going to blame shift. They're going to all that other stuff, okay? So we don't, yeah, we don't waste God's time and we don't waste our spiritual energy on that. We just turn them into a case study, and then we see where, and we let it roll, okay? And if we see where it goes, and that's why, because we got to bring you all this stuff. So for anybody who may have thought, okay, for anybody who may have thought that I was ignoring my intuition for a particular circumstance, no, I wasn't. <laughs> it was case study time, because I started to pick up on some things, because I want you all to understand something, that... You know, when you are mostly virtual, it can be a little bit challenging. However, eventually we can start to sense things, especially if the, you know, uh, person claiming to be a true, okay, true survivor who wants to heal, okay, who truly wants to heal, right? They claim that and things like that, but then things start to go a little off a little, you know, somewhere down the way. And you don't see, you know, you see, a lot of y'all are making great progress, okay? But the ones who are not, it's been, oh, let's see. I give it, I give it at least the first you know, five to eight months, give or take. All right, once, yes, because we know where, all right? Those of us who are on the other side of the rainbow, who are fully healed, okay? There you go. Those of us, we know the stages, okay? I know it's different for everybody, yes. But we know that eventually those who are serious about overcoming their trauma. Let me say that one more time. Those who are serious about overcoming their trauma right, are going to make progress. They're going to. And so we are listening to our intuition. Because when our intuition tells us to turn one into a case study, then that's what we do. That's God speaking. It's very, very important. And because for many years, like I've said before, that 
you know, the enemy doesn't want people listening to their intuition. Mm -mm. Of course not. Right? That's why he tricks us. Okay, before God awakened us to and from all that narcissistic abuse, yeah, you know, we didn't, yeah, we often ignored our intuition. You know, that intuition is your warning bell to let you know something sinister is nearby. And so we, we used to ignore it because the narc was very convincing and charming and or would guilt trip us into doing something that we knew we didn't want to do and all of that stuff. So once we get past that, God has awakened us to and from all of that abuse, we learn that the intuition gets stronger mm -hmm, and we no longer ignore it. And sometimes for those of us who have the assignment, yes, to turn them into case studies, that's what our intuition will tell us to do. Because here's the thing, you all, you know, we're trusting God 100%. Okay, trusting God regardless. Okay, never forget that. And of course, no, I did get, listen, we don't know what the morrow holds, right? Jesus even tells us, you know, to not be concerned for the morrow because in this day alone, we have to battle enough of that spiritual wickedness in high places. There's enough evil today in front of us, okay, that we have to battle. So we don't always know, you know, once we turn them into a case study, we don't necessarily know what is going to go down next. But we wanted to get, yes, we wanted to get that observation. We wanted to gather some more data. And then finally, God confirmed to me, okay, that the one that he had me turn into a case study is, in fact, a Jezebel posing as a fellow chosen child of God, okay? Because I, yeah, I, started to, I started to detect some fakeness. Uh-huh. I did. I started to detect it, and I thought to myself, well, okay. But remember, we also give the one chance. Okay, we have a one chance rule. So at the same time, we're not, yeah, we're not ignoring things. We're taking mental notes. So it's like when I started to sense, okay, that, hmm, okay, that's not adding up. That's not really jiving. Okay, so I take notes. And I'm like, all right, let's see where, where that goes next. All right, let's see where that goes next. Let's see where that goes next. You see where I'm going with it? And, but the intuition is picking up on these things. And God is committing them to memory. So that once God confirms for us what we're dealing with, because our intuition was telling us something not quite right with this one trying to pose as a survivor who's serious about trauma healing. Something's just not quite right. And our intuition was picking up on it. But we don't let on about that. We just because we want to gather the information so that we can bring it to you all. Okay, those red flags and things to watch out for. And so here's here's one in particular. I want y'all to commit to memory, right? Because it's so very important. It's like we discussed this past Sunday, okay, in the look just chat series. Okay, that mm, inside the mind of an art. Let me tell you something. Yeah, it <laughs> is not normal to be overly chipper. Almost like 80, what, 85, 80, 85, 90% of the time. It is not normal to be that chipper. It's fake, right? So it comes off as fake. So we can see through that. And we don't ignore it. Mm -mm, not anymore. Because when we're in God's reality, okay, you're in the spiritual awakening. And we're truth seekers, okay? That's right. God's 
true blue chosen children are truth seekers. Because remember, we've been lied to since birth about a lot of things, right? Okay. And then some of us went down that rabbit hole. We come back out. We're like, all right. Now piecing together the puzzles, things like that. And our intuition just keep getting stronger. Okay. Yes. It's going to. It has to. You know, remember, God restores everything. The enemy tried to steal, kill, and destroy. So we got to remember that part of that is the intuition. And I remember doing an episode with the other network previously where that question came up as to, as to whether or not, you know, the more you heal, okay, if your intuition would get stronger. And I said, yes, it does. It has to. And so I wanted to remind everybody of that. It's going to. And we got to trust that. That's God speaking right there. Right? That intuition, that's a God-given intuition. We got to listen to that. Because if we don't, right, then, well, after all, we, we, we remember <laughs> what happened when we didn't listen to it. So I just want everybody to be reassured that we, yeah, we have not been ignoring our intuition at all about certain things. And so once I picked up on the attempts, okay, of, of the particular case study trying to uh, get us to go against some of the things that we teach, that's right. That was, that was one huge red flag for me right there when I started to notice, hold on a second. All right, so God had to change my perspective a little bit. I was like, uh, yeah, that, that doesn't jive, okay? Because remember, the enemy loved to try and keep everything okay keep everything like together when god needs us to be able to separate okay just like being able you know god separates the wheat from the shaft right okay so we need to be able to separate the spiritual and physical right we need to be able to separate personal and work right mm-hmm yes limited limited no contact full no contact however it is you've got to do it and so that's why Okay, you all. So I just want, yes, Jewel777, thank you. I see you over the, uh, in the chat there. I don't know what YouTube is doing with that one, but oh well. I, I'm going to go ahead and let, okay, we got that going through. Yeah, uh, I don't know. They held, they held your message for review. I don't know why, but anyhow, there you go. I've got it. Hello, everybody. But yeah, that intuition, okay, that is a gift from God. And he is going to increase it. Remember, God is an increasing God, right? He doesn't do the destroying and depleting. No, contrary to what some people teach and preach out there that, that God's going to deplete things. No, I, 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 no, he doesn't. That's not how God works. God increases. Okay, so this is another reason why. Right? And so if whoever needs this reminder, watch what you're telling yourself about yourself. Okay? Yes, be careful, because the enemy is always trying to get us to engage in that negative self-talk, right? All right, so we got to change that, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, your intuition will pick up on that as well. Okay, your spiritual ears and your intuition will also pick up on that. All right, and I'm going to share with you all exactly how the enemy does that through the subliminal messages, right? Trying to repeat certain things. That's how they do it, right? That's how the enemy does it, with the subliminal messages, that repetition, okay? Trying to get it to get inside the subconscious mind, right? So we don't let it get in there because we just see what they're trying to do. And so don't say, just throw out this word or throw out that word. And then we pick up on the fact that, okay, wait a minute, because they have to tell the truth first. Remember, we have a lot of truth mixed with lies out there. So a lot of times they got to tell, they have to, right? And especially if they are in a type of profession that 
they have to be truthful. Okay. So they got to tell you the truth first, then they go, oh, but, um, you know, and then back it up with a lie. That's truth mixed with lie. Okay. To induce that confusion. And there's a, a lot of other reasons why they do that. And that's also an example of, yeah, action not matching words. Like, okay, so why are you going to tell me that this, is th that this particular thing is very minor and will work itself out, but yet you want me to go and see another specialist? No, that doesn't make sense. We're not doing it. We trust God. Okay, we trust God 100% because our intuition picked up on that. So I wanted to give you all that, get, help you put it in perspective. That that's how it goes on a daily basis. Because we're paying attention now. We're staying sober and vigilant, meaning aware and vigilant. That's what God's talking about. So when we do that, that helps to strengthen that intuition. So that going forward, we don't miss these little things. As they, you know, anyone likes to throw those little darts, okay, here and there, those subliminal messengers trying to get inside the subconscious mind. That's how he does it. He needs to get in there. That's how he gets into the conscious. Is that through the subconscious and what is in the subconscious for those who need this reminder and those who did not know that your heart and your soul resides in the subconscious. The enemy knows that that's why he wants to get in there. Okay. He wants to corrupt it. And that's what he's done to these narcissistic abusers. He's gotten in there and he corrupted their minds. Remember, God tells us that. Mm -hmm, yep. There you go. Evil communication corrupts good manners. There's a reason he tells us that, okay? It's just very, very true. And so we realize that these narcissistic abusers, okay, they have been corrupted. Yep, they've been corrupted by the enemy. And they cannot, nope, they cannot decipher or interpret their own intuition. Mm -mm, they can't, right? They can't spiritually discern. See, that's the other thing. The stronger your intuition gets, the more you are able to spiritually discern. The enemy knows this, okay? Because that's another reason why, yes, you're welcome, Jewel. I, I saw the thank you. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> Absolutely, 100%. Okay, that's another reason why the enemy wants us to ignore the intuition. Because the more you ignore the intuition, then, yeah, right? The, the less you'll notice it when it's trying to talk to you. Okay. Yes. The more you ignore it, the less you will sense it. That's what's happened to the narcissistic abusers. They continue to ignore it over and over and over again. And it gets to the point for them that they really no longer have one. Because after all, the intuition is God speaking. So they no longer have an intuition. Now they claim to, but they don't. It's, it's spiritually dead. That's what the enemy wants to do to as many people as he possibly can, is to try to kill the spirit. Well, I'm here to tell y'all, true blue chosen one, <laughs> once we're reborn again, that's right, and we're raised that spiritual body, and that Holy Spirit has been activated, and we have committed ourselves on that narrow path, yep, picking up our cross and following Jesus. I've said this before, I'm bringing it back again. So important that mm -mm, not gonna, we're not, we can't go back. All right, we cannot go back. Our intuition is speaking and it's getting stronger and it's just telling us it's like okay hold up a second so tell y'all put it in perspective too when i got to this location okay because the other place okay that we went to god spoke and said that i don't need to be there i need to be here okay that was the intuition 
So as soon as I got into this city where we're at in Florida, I felt the cosmic balance. And so that's how I knew, okay, I'm supposed to be here for, for whatever it is. I know one reason, but for whatever it is that God has, it's here right, for this next chapter. Okay. Um, on this journey in the spiritual awakening, it's here. Right, I've, I've got my heart's desire where I want to end up and God knows where that is. And he said, we're going to get there, but right now he's going to take us on a short detour for a season or so. But God works like that. See, God knows where we are needed. And so he's guiding our steps through that intuition. There's the other reason why the enemy would want us to keep ignoring the intuition because that's how God is speaking to us. And that's how he is guiding our steps and telling us, okay, Here's where I need you to be. Here's where I need you to go. Right? So don't and, and and when he does that, y'all, trusting God 100% and being only dependent on God, so very important, not on man. Because I'm going to tell y'all something that yes, we've got, you know, <laughs> we've we're little by little, we are making progress and getting things, okay, in alignment. Right? God's guiding our steps, intuition. And so to help y'all put it in perspective uh, about that, you know, it was, uh, you know, getting a, a mailbox, right, at the post office. And the, <laughs> the lady, she was very sweet. And, uh, you know, I, we were talking about how long I wanted to keep it. And I told her, I said, you know what? <laughs> My intuition, God was speaking, that considering the type of work we do and the type of ministry we are, I think we're probably going to keep it for a while. <laughs> you know, I, it's just the way it is. That was the intuition talking. Okay, that was God speaking. Saying, I want to hang on to that for a bit. <laughs> considering what it is we're all about and what consulting for heightened awareness does and what we do, you know, to help you all. You know, get that trauma healing and spiritual growth, getting closer to God, because the enemy does not want people doing that. You know, seriously, of course not. Why would he? He loses a playmate every single time one of us is awakened. When God awakens us, he loses a playmate, and he then <laughs> he throws a temper tantrum over it. Yeah, he loses a playmate. And, you know, it, it really is... Um, something else you know when we do turn a narcissistic user into a case study once we start to pick up on things through that intuition it's very very important and so we make mental notes but we also know that even though we're like okay you know what that's a case study so we'll see what happens next and we don't have to be afraid we don't need to fear because perfect love casteth out all fear right okay so and we know we're trusting god depending on god 100 percent and so we are going to find out that we are able to do a lot more than we originally thought we could do. Because it is, yes, that strength through Christ. Uh-huh. Yes, he's the one that strengthens us. Right? And it's God. With God, all things are possible, right? So you know that God is going to be with you. He's going to help you get through it. You're not, you, you might be physically alone, for example, um, loading up a moving van. You might be physically alone doing it, but you got Team Godhead with you. So you really got a team of three helping you out. Spiritually, absolutely. And working through you to help you get it done. Because God's going to make sure that we get where he needs us to be. Not where others think we should be. Not where the world we say we should be, okay? Yeah, remember, we, we oh gosh, that's the other thing. And God's reality and the spiritual awakening, 
and that intuition gets stronger and stronger, yeah, we're, we're like sitting here going, mm, okay, no, the world tried to tell us that because of this degree or that certificate or that degree that we're supposed to be in that profession or that, uh-uh, no. We learned that, you know what, uh-uh, whoever needs this reminder, right? And, and if you have not heard yet, this is the tip I have for you, right? You're trying to figure it out because the world's trying to tell you that because of this particular skill set or this particular knowledge that you have, that you're supposed to be in that kind of profession and you are looking for work, right? Okay, just take a look at the things that are within. Remember how God tells us throughout scripture, looking within, mm, seeking ye first the kingdom of God, looking within, okay? So look within those skill sets. And what we do is we pick and pull. Oh, okay, this goes as God starts to introduce you to your purpose. Like that's the other thing that's going to go on. As your intuition gets stronger and stronger, God is going to introduce you to your purpose when he sees that you're ready for it, especially when he knows that your intuition is, uh, let's just say, well improved from what it used to be. Because it's going to continue to strengthen, right? That's the only way it can go. And because we're aware, that heightened awareness, you see, goes hand in hand with that. So what's going to happen is to figure out, okay, then what are these skill sets that you have that are going to go with what God has introduced you to or your purpose to help y'all put it in perspective. My toxicology knowledge that helped us create the course, how the trauma bond is formed. Cause I could bring you all the answers as to what's going on inside the brain and the body. Right? That's why I ended up with that degree. Not, I thought because the world told me that I was supposed to go and work in a laboratory with that degree. No, I was supposed to create that course at CHA Academy for y'all with God's wisdom and basic scientific facts of what's really going on with the neurotransmitters during the trauma bonding process. That's what I'm supposed to use that knowledge for. And we continue to do so. And so basically, you know, the criminal justice side of things and then the forensic psychology side of things, for those, it's just to sharpen our behavioral analyst gifts and talents. That's all. Right, so that's to help y'all put that in perspective, okay? What we pick and pull from, okay? Not what the world tried to tell us. When God told us what our purpose was to be working for you all, to help you all overcome all of that trauma, that's right, and get closer to God, get to the other side of that rainbow that we talk about a lot, okay? To get that balance between the spiritual and the physical to help y'all do the same things, right? We're, you know, we're just leading the way. You know, God is God, you know, the Godhead is leading the way, right? He's just using me as the messenger, right? That's it, <laughs> okay? He's just using me as the messenger and to help bring you all. It's like, you know, and he says he's going to send us back out as sheep into the midst of wolves. He ain't kidding. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's not kidding about that one. This is another reason why he, God will isolate us for time. Yeah, absolutely. So we can do that inner work. And, and help that intuition get like a kickstart as part of the healing process, right? Yeah, kickstart the healing and the strengthening of that intuition because we're going to need it going forward, especially when we get in our purpose. Uh-huh. Because when the enemy can see that you are shining again, oh, man. Yeah, it's just all we do when we keep showing up is we just keep reminding the enemy of everything he's never going to be. 
Same thing with these narcissistic abusers. We keep showing up, reminding them of what they're never going to be. Uh, that, that's right. A chosen one, a true chosen one. All right? they, they know that. Now, yes, again, you all, I know, we know, we're, we are well aware of the fact that there are narcissistic abusers out here who are posing as fellow chosen one. We know this, okay? But there are some ways you will be able to discern that. Mm-hmm. Okay? And it's all about paying attention to those red flags. So watch out for anybody who starts sending you. Now, I'm not talking about our random product giveaways. Those are a token of appreciation. We only do those every once in a while. We don't announce them ahead of time. Uh-uh. No. Right? We just go, we pick a winner and then let them choose what they want from the store. And that's that every now and again. That's different. Okay? That is showing your gratitude, right? Your token of appreciation for you all, for y'all's support. Okay? A narcissistic abuser, watch out for one of them who's claiming to be a fellow chosen one, but then starts sending you a bunch of gifts. Ah, what do you think that is? Love bombing in a subtle way. You see, remember, they love bomb in big way, and they also love bomb in subtle ways. And I will tell you that Jezebel, mm-hmm, they've got the subtle way of love bombing. Pretty well done. I have to give them the credit. I mean, seriously, got to. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty good at the subtle love bombs. Oh, but we, yeah, we caught them, y'all. We caught that. Come on now. You know, we're wearing that shirt, just say no to the trauma bond. <laughs> and they trying anyway. And so it's like, yeah, that particular case study, I just closed up. I'm going to tell you, they thought, they thought, okay, they thought that they, <laughs> They got me trauma bonded. <laughs> That's because they don't have their intuition. All right. They weren't able to, uh, yeah, they weren't, they, well, they can't spiritually discern anyhow. All right. So what they wanted to do was, that's right. Yeah. They were pretending to be one of us uh-huh, while secretly sitting there being jealous and hating. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, you know, claiming that they wanted to truly heal and things like that. But I was like, nah, your vibe's telling you something different. Because that intuition, you see? So it's like, okay, okay. And we just take those notes. Right? For those of us who are assigned to turn them into case studies, when God says case study time. Because <laughs> there's some more stuff. And what it was in that particular one, it was like I mentioned previously, that God needed me to see, okay, we're dealing with a different, I mean, we have different flavors of, you know, narcissistic abusers, and we also have different flavors of the Jezebel. And what that means is just simply that it's going to depend on the person they're trying to imitate and mirror the, yeah, that they are idolizing. It's going to depend on who it is they are idolizing as to which demon spirits are going to be in operation the most frequently. Okay, that's what that means. And so, because like all narcissistic abusers, what do they do? They switch up their persona, right? Depending on who they are hanging around, right? That's, yeah, not normal at all. We know this, but they do. They switch up their persona depending on who it is they're trying to imitate or impress, if you will. Yeah, narcissistic abusers walking by sight. They're, they're, they're the ones who are all impressed by the glitz and the glam on the world stage. We're not. Cho true blue chosen one, once we humble ourselves, that's right. 
In other words, doing that inner work, recognizing that, you know, pulling the beam out of our own eye and growing and maturing as we're supposed to, obtaining and maintaining the emotional regulation. That's right, getting fully healed where nothing is going to trigger us anymore. All right, yes, you will get, y'all keep going for those who are still working on that. Keep on keeping on because there's many of us out here pushing back against narcissism and the abuse associated with it that can do that. We are living examples that it can be done, has to be done, if you want to be in God's reality, because God's not going to stick around for all that toddler-like behaviors that we all engaged in some of them from time to time. Yes, okay, after all, we had to grow up. The narcissistic abusers are the ones, they, they don't want to grow up, and they're not able to grow up, because they don't think that they need to. That's right, because they think they they continue to want to get special treatment. Oh, that was the other red flag from the case study you all that God revealed to me. Is that that one? Uh huh. That one was doing some things that yeah that would make to make themselves think they were getting special treatment from consulting for heightened awareness. They weren't. That's <laughs> the joke on them. Not getting special treatment. Uh huh. Oh, because once we turn once we turn people into case study, yeah, that that's just we let it roll. You know what I'm saying? We just let it roll and see where see see where God takes it. See what else God shows us. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. And that way, again, we can bring the information to you all. And so we've got a couple of other true fellow spiritual warriors for Christ that we communicate via email and they share Yep, they share what uh huh God revealed to them as well, and so we I guess you could say we swap notes, <laughs> right? So that we can bring information to you all, because we don't want you to continue going forward getting duped over and over again, right? Because remember, you know God tells us that if and I'm gonna bring this back one more time for those who need it, all right? If, all right, if you if the elect. Okay, could be deceived, could be, if it were possible. See, when we are aware, we're awakened and aware, and we are paying attention, and we are listening to our God-given intuition. That's right. Like doing what God is guiding us to do. And we're listening to it now. We're not ignoring it. We're taking notes. That's how God does that. He's like, oh, I'm going to take that note. We noticed that red flag. We noticed that red flag. Very subtle, but we caught it, okay? Things like that. And so we don't ignore it anymore. And that's right. Mm-hmm. Yep, sense of entitlement. That's right, fellow warriors. Sense of entitlement equals the narcissist. Absolutely. Big time. Like, yeah, I guess you go ahead and, I mean, if you want to go ahead and label it as a demon of entitlement, sure. Go ahead. Yep. Yeah, okay, Jules, I'm going to tell you, yeah, most of us, yeah, mo all of us have. We are, yeah, all praises to God, absolutely. And, and you know, I am, you know, we're glad that you all are on this journey with us, okay? And we do come to that realization during the trauma healing process also that we have been narcissistically abused from the moment we were born into the fallen narcissistic matrix okay from the moment we were born into it we all the narcissistic abusers do it to each other we start to see narcissistic abuse on the societal level and so oh okay it doesn't excuse it though no it's just 
shows us how inside that narcissistic matrix bubble, how normalized it looks. And this is why narcissistic abusers, yes, they think it's normal. It, it, it is kind of their norm. They don't realize that the slander, gossip, all of that stuff is part of narcissism. They don't realize that they themselves are engaging in it. And I'm here to tell y'all, that case study that, that uh, has been wrapped up now turned out to be a physical abuser too. Yeah. Yep, they sure were. And, you know, the thing is, oh, and, but, but that one is the classic definition of the one behind closed doors when they do it. They're not, they were not, uh, like, physically abusive in public. Mm -mm. It was behind closed doors. So that one, that case study was one. Because there are others, Mark, that we can pick up on out in public when they throw temper tantrums and things like that. They may not be physical with the, with the abuse, but they sure are, you know, yelling at an innocent cashier or yelling at a waitress or what have you. They sure are dishing that out, you know, and we sense it now. Before we knew what it was, we all, we were like everybody else, right? We were kind of like, uh, what do we do? What is that? You know, so it takes a while. Now we know what it is and where it's coming from. And we know it's from the enemy. Like now our intuition it's kicking in again, right? And it's getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And it's going to continue, like I said earlier. It's going to continue to do so because that's the only only way it can go. It's like, you know, when God awakens us to and from all that narcissistic abuse, and then we can see how it's being dished out on a daily basis. Yeah, through the matrix. It's like, okay, all right, we see what's going on here. And never forget, y'all, the matrix is a control system. So when we start to sense somebody's trying to, uh, that's what the case study was trying to do, by the way, too. It's trying to see if they could get control over, over me. <laughs> no, not me. I'm a floater. <laughs> Boy, I tell you. It just, <laughs> it's like, we go, oh, okay. Let me tell you. I mean, hey, it, 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 it's um, uh, the, how God moves things pretty quick. You know, uh, he already had, he already had the, next plan in motion okay he just led me to it when the time was right when i, I when i was able to confirm and all right well, now we now we know right god needed to show us something and you know as far as the realization that we have been subjected to the narcissistic abuse our entire lives it does take a while to process so for those of you who are still wrapping your head around that, you're going through the normal part of the process because it does take a while and it's, it's, it's heavy. It really is. But I will tell you over time, you know, the more that we continue to do that inner work and the more that we continue to stay with the heavenly father and keep picking up that cross and following Jesus and having that faith, walking and living by faith that we, you'll see Okay, you'll see that it is, um, you'll see that the intuition is guiding you. You'll notice it. It's like, uh, see if I can find the best way to describe it. Some things that are spiritual, it's a challenge to articulate. Y'all know what I'm talking about. It, it really is. There are some things, but eventually I come up with some kind of analogy. Uh, but it, it's like, it's really all part of, it's kind of like how you just know. You know what I mean? You, you just have that sense of, oh, 
You just know. Like when I came here, when I got where God had picked, he, it's kind of like he pulled up the map of the state, told me to look around this area, and, and God's the one that threw, you know, that game of darts, right? Okay, well, God threw the dart, and it hit, boom, right there. I'm like, oh, that's where he needs me to be. Okay. All right. And we don't argue with God. <laughs> when, uh, ooh, when when God said when he put our eyes on that on that city and it was like okay yes sir so there you go and God guides our step and he had everything planned out you know he had the escape route he had all of it right in the same area to help y'all put it in perspective how God works because see even though he know he knows we're doing his work okay he know and he also knows when we, yeah, when he instructed us to make something a case study, he knows eventually we'll, we'll be done with it and we'll have the confirmation and the information and the red flags, things like that. And we are still sorting through all of those notes, y'all. All right, let me be clear. All right, we are still sorting through all of those notes and we're going to be bringing some additional things to you. And of course, I don't know how we're going to do it just yet. Could be another series, could be, who knows? Or it could be, uh, you know, just in live stream here and there. It's however God does it. Okay, you all. And so we are still sorting through those notes as we continue to uh, get situated. With uh, We're still in the moving process, just so you know. <laughs> okay? We're still in the moving process as far as uh, getting to a more, um, let's say, stable place, if you will. and uh, And go from there. You know, like I said, I, I don't know what else it is that God got, but I'm excited. So I want y'all to continue to get excited right, for what God's doing. All right. And so we're going to cover more of that later on. And, you know, usually I try to keep the podcast around 30 minutes. But when I see y'all are engaging and things like that, then I'm like, okay, you know what? I want y'all to get to know each other as well. You know, I mean, after all, we, you know, we are on this journey together and, you know, it, I know we're scattered. All God has his chosen children scattered all over the world. Yes, he does. And that was strategic, too. So I want everybody to keep that in mind. But watch out. Okay? Let your intuition be your guide. Because that's God talking. Okay? That if you start sensing that, you know, someone who's claiming that they are a fellow chosen, yes, spiritual warrior for Christ, they're claiming to be one. But yet they're still engaging like almost a year later. They're still engaging in some of the, yeah, yeah. Like it's almost as if none of the narc fleas have disappeared. That's a pretty good indicator that, that they're fake. Because at least within one year, at least a good handful of narc fleas should have been overcome. That much I can tell you, you know, like the lower level ones, especially. Okay, like the demon of embarrassment, that one should definitely have been overcome. Uh, the demon of worry should definitely have been overcome. I'm just give you all a few, okay, to help you as you're, yep, getting that sharper discernment as well. Okay, right? so that, yeah. And so, um, and then let's see, what's the other low level one? Oh, the demon of insecurity should have already been gone. Mm hmm. So if we're still sensing those narc fleas even a year later, see, the, the, le the lower level ones are the ones we overcome the quickest because they're lower level. For those of us who had them, you know, those narc fleas that clinging, you know, being projected out onward, you know, onto us by the narcissistic abusers, right? Yes. And so we are able to overcome 
those first. And then we start, if, if we had any of the like intermediate level one clinging, you know, then we start to overcome those like the demon of anxiety. All right. But we have to get out from under the lower level ones first. Okay. Just help you all get a better understanding of how the process works. Okay, everybody. So as always, if you've got any questions and you catch this on the replay, you can drop those in the comments and I will always get to those as soon as I can. You'll get plenty more information, insight and other good stuff from our YouTube channel. Yes, absolutely. Different playlists, different series, all kinds of stuff to help you all get more well-versed in the red flags of narcissistic abuse so you can continue trauma healing and growing spiritually. I am Michelle Dickey, your host for CHA's Truth Seeker Podcast, streaming on the YouTube channel, Narcissism and Cognitive Dissonance. Sending love and light to all fellow warriors. Thank you for watching, listening, and for your support. Until next time, let's show some gratitude to the Heavenly Father. And you keep being you. In Jesus' name, amen.